Hi, I'm Kathy Rotes. I'm an executive leadership coach, certified with John Maxwell, and an upper level leader of a direct selling company. I get to teach and coach leadership and practice what I preach with my growing team. It's no secret that every person in the world is unique. Each person has unique strengths and talents. They may be similar to another's, but it's not the same. If we know this, then why do we get frustrated with ourselves when we try something the same way someone else did it and they succeeded at it, but it does not work for us? We are forgetting that our strengths and talents make us different. We need to be thinking differently to cater to who we are. When someone or something says no to us, let's get excited about that challenge. Let's lean into it. Let's find our yes. This podcast will challenge your thinking and your habits. We will challenge you to go for no, so you can be blessed with a yes. Welcome to the podcast that will challenge you in thinking differently. Hello, everyone. My name is John Rhodes. And I'm Kathy Rhodes with Thinking Differently with Kathy Rhodes. And that's the topic that I would like to talk about today. Thinking differently? Yes. I like that topic a lot. I really find it a unique title of a podcast. Yeah? Um, Talk to me more about that. So thinking differently. Let's, let's, let's think differently about that. Well, this is going to be good. I, I, <clears throat> I've actually been thinking about this a lot. Thinking differently is almost a cause and effect relationship. Thinking differently, to me... I interpret it as um, an an outcome to something. Thinking differently. It's something we're giving. There's some things that had to have transpired prior to us thinking differently. Does that make sense? Am I making a big deal out of nothing? Oh, I think we can go a little deeper here, can't we? I I, I hope so. I hope so. But here's the thing. What would the input of that be before the thinking differently could happen? Well, has to be my mind. Has to be my mindset. Yeah. Right? I mean, because thoughts is the top of the thought cycle that creates emotions, that creates our actions, that creates results. But those thoughts, where do thoughts come from? They come from neutral circumstances in life. Right. Come on. And, and really, the whole cycle spins because of my mindset. Yes. So our mindsets. Circumstances are always neutral. You, te- you do a great job teaching mm. that philosophy. It's a powerful, it's powerful thing. It's only when we assign a thought to it. Yeah, that we spin it. That negative it becomes or positive. positive or negative, yep. right? Yep. But what about a mindset that we go into something? All right? Like... I go into a situation where I know that there's toxic people there. Oh. Now, yes, thoughts start the cycle, right? But is there a pregame that needs to transpire before I go into that environment with toxic people or people that seem to press my buttons or even in an environment that can be detrimental because you can't wait to get around these people. All of a sudden, 
you're out in front of everyone and you might not be doing the best things because you're just so excited to be a part of this group. You see what I'm saying? Okay, you just went to two different angles though, all within one breath. Right, <laughs> because I get excited. <laughs> so you just said, I'm going into an environment where I may not be excited to see the people. Correct. It be toxic. Correct. And semicolon. Semicolon. And then another situation. Another situation cases, might be that I'm really excited to be around the people. Yes. And I might throw up on them. Word vomit, I mean. And even though they're on the opposite ends of the spectrum, there's one thing that's universal between both of them. People. Mindsets. My mindset. Your mindset. Thank you Your for joining mindset. us for episode 65. Woo, here we go. We're going deep. What, right. what, is, what, is, what is this? I mean, our, we know the power of our mind, right? We know the power of our thoughts. I want to stop. Okay. Do we know the power of our mind? No, because even as powerful as Thought Cycle is, and even I'm passionate about it to teach it, I still don't get it sometimes. So people don't understand the power of our mind and it's hard to understand it because it's so vast. Okay, yeah. yes, we are carnal, we have limitations, but between your ears lies the greatest computer that we'll ever know. Yeah. In fact, a couple of years ago, 2018, the number one computer, strongest computer in the world was the IBM Sequoia. So much greater power than that IBM Sequoia is our brain. Mm. In fact, you have the memory capacity to memorize the internet. Let me say that again. Can't say I want to do that though, but okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, so in essence, what I'm saying is, is that your brain, we don't understand the power of our brain. Right. And it works for our advantage, but also our disadvantage if we're not careful. Okay. So what do I have to keep in mind when I'm thinking of my mind? <laughs> That's a good thing. All right. So I have broken this down and read and done some research. I would love to look at the camera, speak into the microphone and say, this is something that I created, but it's not. <laughs> but I wanna talk a little bit about our six states of mindfulness. Okay. And that is setting the mindset before we get into an environment. Mm. And sometimes that environment is a solo environment where it's just me. Ooh, that's a whole, that's a whole nother thing. We have to be careful of the words we tell ourselves, that self-talk that you hear a lot about. Yeah. Because even when we talk about things, we're releasing chemicals. We've talked about that in past podcasts. Serotonin. <laughs> Melatonin, to go to sleep, oxytocin, all the other toxins. Yeah, right, 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 right. All right, so let's start off alone. Alone, okay. All right. When we're alone, mind your self-talk. Because it can be detrimental, it could be consequential, it could even challenge our lives. If we really go down to a dark place, we have to be mindful of our self-talk. Yes. Because as we talked about, chemicals are released just by the thoughts. And you said this, you said this just a minute ago, all circumstances are neutral until what? Until we put a thought to it. That's right. It's usually within our self-talk. There's the self-talk that's starting to direct whether yeah. we go positive or negative. Right. Okay. Okay. So when we're alone, mind our self-talk. Be do aware you, of it. Do you do that? 
Yes, I, uh, I don't like to cry. I don't like to be upset or sad. I mean, the few weeks ago when I was sick, I hated that because I was so down. I really, really work hard at keeping myself talk positive because I don't like the repercussions. Right, right. Do you do it? Uh, yes, yes, and I'm detrimental to myself. Ooh. If I can be transparent, I, I, I struggle with this. This is why I started with this one. This is probably the one, well, there's a few I struggle with that I'm going to share tonight. <laughs> Five out of six? Uh, you know, okay. I'm just being transparent with you. <laughs> uh, it's, it's tough. It's tough because it's easy to beat ourselves up. Yeah. Terribly easy. But that self-talk could be false. Mm. We could be so false with the things we're beating ourselves up with. Why do we waste that energy when much of that is not factual at all? Especially when there's six billion people on this earth that would love to put us down. Why do we do it for them? Okay, can I challenge you on that one? Yeah. Why do you think that six billion people on this earth are trying to put you down? I think they're trying to build you up. I think people would rather bring you down to their level than to elevate themselves up to your level. This is why a lot of people who bully, that's the result is they realize you're on a pedestal and it's easier to bring you down to their level. Okay, I think three billion people are trying to build you up. Okay, we'll go 50. And, and just mind your self-talk. Mind your self-talk. We kind of went down a rabbit hole. We I'm did. Gonna, I'm picking that up. All right. So the second... Here's a result from search. <laughs> You're talking. The second one is what? Pause. Okay, back up, back up. What did we just say? I don't know. Okay, so mind your self-talk. All right, so the second one is when we're with the people closest to us. So when okay. we're with our family... Okay. Mind your tongue. Oh, wow, the tongue, the toughest, strongest muscle in the body does so much damage. The Bible talks about how the song, the, 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 song. <laughs> the Bible talks about how the tongue is sharper than any two-edged sword, and it has probably started the most wars and killed the most people. Ah, mind your tongue is a good one. Okay, why is that? the focus when you're around the people you're closest to? Because our guard is up the least, because oh. we're the most familiar with them. So we have a tough day at work, we are on target all day trying to be our best, we get home and who cares? They love me anyway. Who do you take your bad day out on the most? Not you. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the truth, shun the devil. <laughs> Not you. <laughs> but am I right though? It is true. It is something that it we struggle true. with. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. That's a great that's a great reminder to be mindful of that I need to mind my tongue. This is another struggle for me is I I love them. I love my family. I grew up in a loving household. But our tongues got us in a lot of trouble. The venom would spit out of our mouths, you know, easily. Are you talking like your mom and dad? No, your, no, your not my history? mom and dad, my, my siblings, my oh, siblings. Okay. Um, yeah, it would, tongue is definite. And then I see that, unfortunately, follow me through my generation. It's you know, a habit. It is. It makes it, sense. It's a habit. And so we end up hurting the people closest to us because we don't mind our tongue. But you did at some point because I fell in love with you. 
And then I became family. There you go. That's right. <laughs> okay. So let's go to the third one. Okay. The third one. So we talked about when we're alone. We talked about when we're with the people we love the most, i.e. our family. Now let's talk about some friends. Okay. So when we're in a group, we must mind our behavior. Mm, do you have an example here? I absolutely do. It would be easy for me to get with my group of core friends on a tailgate Saturday mm -hmm. and just take the gloves off and let it go. And there goes credibility. Wow. There goes integrity. There goes pictures posted on Facebook that you would never want pictures posted of. There goes common sense ah. because I'm in a group. They'll protect me. I'll, and before long, words start flying. Assumptions are made. It's bad self-talk. It's bad stuff, man. It's bad stuff. We That's almost good. get too, maybe we fabricate a sense of security. Well, it's too comfortable. It's too comfortable. That's, mm -hmm. a, that's a great word. It becomes too comfortable in the group. So we end up compromising our behavior. Which compromises your credibility and integrity. Yes. Ouch. Yes. So, so far we've talked a lot about our mindfulness, our, our, our self-talk. We've talked about our tongue. We've talked about our actions in lieu of our behavior. Mm -hmm. How about this one? Number four. When we're emotional, mind our anger. Oh. When we're emotional, mind our anger. So I just was reminded of something a little bit ago that when somebody's emotionally hijacked, you can't talk logically to them. Mm. Why is that? They're being emotionally hijacked. It's it's there is no frontal lobe. There's no logic happening. They're stuck in their the emotional section of their brain, and they have to work through that. You can't logically pull them through. So when you say when we are emotional, we need to mind our anger. It's interesting that we're minding our anger and not our joy. Well, there's many many emotions that are out there, and anger is just an emotion, right? But, but there's unique things about anger that isn't true with other emotions. Like the first one that comes right just top of the mind is that anger is always a secondary emotion. Mm, yes. Which means something causes anger. It might be disappointment. It might be embarrassment. Frustration. It might be... There you go. Yes. Okay. Okay. Absolutely. So that's one truth. Something always causes it. The second thing is, is that anger is the only emotion that cannot be suppressed. For it cannot completely be suppressed, I should say. We can keep it down a little bit, but what's going to happen? Just like in the cartoon Inside Out when anger just kind of explodes and his hair goes on fire. Yep. That's what's happening. I think of it like a volcano erupting. It, the emotions are going to come out and it's usually not good. Right. So mm -hmm. we really have to be careful of our anger and okay. that, that, that requires a lot of mindfulness. So we're going to mind our self-talk. We're going to mind our tongue. We're going to mind our behavior. We're going to mind our anger. Yes. All right. What's number five? Number five. The last one. I want to finish strong on, on this last one. I thought there were six. No, it's actually, there was kind of a, a precursor to the one with emotion that I chose to just skip over. Oh. There's, there's another um, 
thought that before emotion it says when you're in trouble mind your emotion oh. okay so consider this an edit we're going to share with you today the five states of mindfulness the five states of mindfulness self-talk tongue behavior anger and what's number five the last one is is when god blesses you mind your ego oh when God blesses you, mind your ego. Why do I bring that up? Because I think we get excited about the blessing and we overshare and confidence comes with the blessings. <laughs> I, I, rem I think back to the day when we were younger in our careers and we got a raise and we were excited to tell everybody and yeah, we shared too much. We really begin to start thinking we're something that we're not. Yeah, and then suddenly, mm-hmm. So there's a scripture that talks about when a man thinks he stands, he falls. Yeah. When you start thinking that you're something you're not, look out. Because you're really setting yourself up for a lot of, a big downfall, maybe even some failure. Humiliation. Hum hum humiliation is a tough pill to take. Oh, golly. Yes. Now, humility is a great characteristic, but humiliation tastes pretty, pretty sour. This is why when God blesses you, mind your ego. Really, all of our blessings, we're people of faith, and, and I'm not embarrassed by it, and I, if you're not, we respect that of you, but we believe that all good blessings come from heaven above, that we start to think after we've been blessed a little bit that, <laughs> I got it going on, man. We deserve this. I, I worked hard for that. Yeah. I deserve this. I, I'm pretty darn good at what I do. Wow. You're really setting yourself up for a downfall. This is why I, I end in this one is that we have got to be mindful of that. Our ego can come out at any time. Okay, so this is interesting. The five states of mindfulness. But in the very beginning, you talked about how we might be going into a situation with people that are toxic and we might be going into a situation with people that build us up and that are beneficial to be around. What do these five states have to do with those two extreme examples? Well, I believe, well, obviously the first one, self-talk, yeah. is kind of calibrating our mindset. So let's, let's, let's role play this a little bit. When I think of this, okay, let's, I'm going to go into a, a, a network meeting or a meeting with people that I just don't find value in and they don't find value in me and it's a toxic relationship. If I'm going to be minding my self-talk, what would that sound like? I realize I'm about to venture into a hostile environment. Mm -hmm. Make sure you breathe. Make sure that you're <laughs> focused. This is a time not necessarily to, and, and this is situational, right? Right, but this is a great example of positive self-talk right. that we need to be telling ourselves, not, oh, I am so dreading this time together. I don't want to go there. I mean, that would be the opposite. The self-talk that I would be telling myself in that scenario that you're giving me is, is that I need to do my best to keep an open mind. Don't be so opinionated because it's almost like a, a, a match to fire. Oh, golly. Right? Yes. So I need to be patient. I need to have an open mind. I need to be that inquisitive student that tries to look at things through different perspectives. In essence, it's requiring me 
to go to them and speak their language. Yes, it's exhausting, but the whole point is, is that I need to be mindful of that. Okay, so then during this meeting, how will I be minding my tongue? I think it actually goes right in line with the self-talk, right? Yes. If I'm, if I'm positively self-talking, I'm going to hopefully have positive things coming out of my mouth. We've done numerous training sessions, uh, even in an improv training session, where we did an activity called Yes And. Remember that? It's where someone says something, and you don't know what they're going to say, but you start what you're going to say with yes and blah, blah, blah. So you affirm what they're saying, and then you build on top of that. So rather than say, no, I don't think that's a good idea. Or that's stupid. Or well, what are you thinking that about? That means to be minding your tongue. <laughs> well, that's my point, is that maybe everything in us wants to say, this is the most ridiculous idea I've ever heard. But instead, what if I said, yeah, that, that's a good point. And we need to be mindful of blah, 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 blah. Well, that's interesting because that leads right into minding your behavior. Even though I may not say something like that stupid because I'm minding my tongue, my behavior might still show that. I might roll my eyes and not even realize it. I might not even look the person in the eye. I might just turn my back toward them. Those are those behaviors that we, yeah, I get it. I need to be mindful of so that I, I am truly creating a, a, a great experience, if anything, for myself. The significance of what you just said goes so much deeper than what maybe our audience wants to hear or what you're even, you realize what you said. Because there's an incongruence, it's called. When you mm, say something, wow. but you act a different way. So, so really, the incongruence is when I say something, but I'm thinking something different. Well, and then, <laughs> and then you're complimenting someone, but then you cross your arms. Or, or you're like, well, that's a great job. Or, or I always called it the backhanded compliment. Correct. Well, Kat, this is this was told to me one time. Kathy, you're really good at. Oh no, I can't remember exactly how it was said, but in essence, this person said, "Kathy, you're really good at talking corporate." <laughs> <laughs> and I had to mind my self-talk, mind my tongue, mind my behavior, and thankfully, I said nothing. And behaviors are important because the majority of us, when we learn, we learn by what we see. So if I hear you saying something, but I see something different that doesn't fall in line, mm -hmm. I'm going to go away with what I saw more times than not over what I heard. Well, what if it's even flipped? What if I am witnessing somebody act differently than they speak? Maybe mm -hmm. they crossed their arms toward me or they rolled their eyes or they said something. Well, now we walk right into minding my anger because I know that when I start seeing this, I start feeling this this incongruence and I can I can blow pretty fast when I realize that this is all a game this is all something that's just not really authentic and something that you say all the time as it relates to our emotion you tell me one to assume the best yes but you know what that really means if I assume the best in somebody it means I'm assuming there's something I don't understand correct which leads me to the second thing you always say. What are the facts? What facts do you know are for I just sure? saw them cross their arms at me. 
Could it be that they crossed their arms because it was more comfortable? So did you just go back to mind myself talk? <laughs> Possibly. So it's not a, okay, I'm done with one, now I can go to two. You're constantly going back and forth, up and down. And you know, all of it really <clears throat> comes back to ego. Why am I getting angry? Because of my ego, mm. right? Why am I offended? Because I'm not being respected. Wow. Ouch. Don't, don't you love it when you teach something and you get more learning out of it than anyone else? Which is usually the case though, because it's yeah, because it's I've true. studied maybe some shortcomings of myself and I think, huh, maybe there's someone out there that wants to hear about this. So we talk about the five mindsets that we need to be mindful of. Mindful of. Okay, real quick, <clears throat> let's role play the other direction, the positive. I'm going into a session with people I'm excited to see. They're people that I admire or that I learn from or that I grow from or that I want to be like or it's like starstruck opportunity. It's a bucket list. I can't believe I'm meeting this person. <gasps> what self-talk do I have to mind here? Calm down. <laughs> so true. <laughs> I know this because as you're saying that scenario, I remind myself all the time, John, calm down. What would be something that you would say that you probably regret later. You know, where is the minding of my tongue that needs to be pulled back? Well, sometimes we elevate the presence of another person way beyond the humanistic perspective, right? We become starstruck or we, we almost kind of start to worship them in a way. Yes, 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 yes. And I remind myself a lot because I'm around some pretty influential people that I hold in high regard that they put their pants on the same way I do. So true. They have the struggles just like I do. They're not godlike. And I just, I have to bring my emotions in control. And I know we're jumping down to the fourth one. But they all do kind of, they do this. I mean, when I'm in this situation, when I walk in a room with somebody, it's not just self-talk first and then tongue and then behavior and then right. anger and then ego. It is jumping around constantly that I have to be aware of. It is, and so that leads right into, it's all about the mindset. That's where it all starts. It, it all is. starts up between our ears. This is good. And then we go to our tongue because obviously, I don't wanna say something to, to look stupid. And it, behavior, because I don't wanna do something. And it could be simple. It could be like, I'm too close to them, or I'm so excited, yeah, I get it. I yeah. get it. Or you, oh I can, my gosh, I can visually this is, see myself doing things and I'm so embarrassed. Oh, I'm so embarrassed because I can, I can see walking up and I get excited and I'm a hugger and I walk up and I'll hug someone who extends their hand oh God. to shake my hand. And by that time, I'm ready to give them a big bear hug. Embarrassing. And part of that is my, my jubilant yes. perspective, but calm down. Calm. How would down. anger play into this, though? If it's a situation we're excited about, why, you know, when when we're emotional, we need to mind our anger. I mean, we are emotional in this type of situation. We are. Where would anger come into play? Well, it would be different if it was just a one-on-one -on -one with someone that you really honor and respect. Yeah. But you're in a room full of people in this scenario, right? Mm. What if someone came up and Took Without, your time away with that person. Oh. Or hijacked the conversation. Oh. Or said something stupid to someone that was that you really hold in high regard. Okay. Asked a dumb question. And everything in you wants to say, that was the dumbest thing I've ever heard. No, I would never because my self-talk wouldn't let me go there. <laughs> You're a better person than I am. <laughs> but that's how we can get angry sometimes. We can... And 
Let's just call it for what it is. Sometimes we elevate people beyond their capabilities, right? They're almost godlike to us when really they're just human. They have flaws. And then all of a sudden, it's what I call an O moment. Ooh, the O moment. The O moment. When you look at someone and someone that you really respect or something, and you have that moment that you go, Oh, oh I wish yeah. I didn't see that. I wish I didn't yeah. hear that. Yeah. The O moment. And we all have them sometimes, right? There's two people in my life I never owed. All right, that's a that's, that's a, a good, good problem. I, that's a good problem. Don't say it because I'm. We want the audience to believe that I'm one of them. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> okay, so while you're talking and sharing this, then the last one is is when God blesses you, we need to mind our ego. I can't help but think of the social media world that we live in, and all we do is post the positive. Ooh. All we do is post the blessings. I'm traveling here. I got to meet so and so. I got. I know this person. I know that person. I. Oh, mind your ego. You know, we have been blessed yes. to be in the audience of some fantastic people and put in, in spots where it was honoring. And it's easy to start to think that you, you got it going on. And at yeah. those times, when I'm you think glad. You stand, you fall. I'm glad that God speaks to me in just that still small voice. It's not an audible voice, but that still small voice that says, you know what? Stay humble. Stay humble. Stay humble, man. Yes. Stay humble. So there you go. That's, what, that's what's been on my mind. This is, oh. You I see got, what I, I did I there? I what you did. <laughs> this is good. I can't help but just stop and really ponder this a little bit. So when we talk about thinking differently, there's a lot that went beyond that name. And there's a lot that we can do to truly begin to think differently. And it does begin with our mindsets. So guys and girls, please be mindful of your thoughts. Be mindful of your self-talk. Be mindful of your tongue, your behavior, your emotions, and be mindful of your blessings. You know, I can't help but think here as a final wrap up, especially related to ego as well, is act that you've been here before. Mm. Act that you belong here. I, you know, when you watch sporting events, it really bothers me how much celebration there is after, let's say, a touchdown, especially when the team has never won a game in the season. We, we like one of those teams. How can you be so cocky in the end zone when if you were that good, you'd be undefeated? Or you wouldn't be getting beat by 60 points. <laughs> that too. Well, just, you know what? We need to act like we've been here before. We need to act like we belong here. And yeah, there are five things we need to be mindful of right. that will keep us on that humble path. That's right. So everyone, we hope that this has been some good meat for you to chew on, uh, both today and for the next week or so. And um, continue to tune in on our next topics and episodes. And we'll see you next time. I hope this topic has challenged you in thinking differently as you strive to grow from success to world-class. Please follow this podcast, visit our websites, and follow Unity Consulting and Chef Kathy on Facebook. That's chef, like a cook, C-H-E-F. Be sure to share this with your friends. I look forward to connecting with you next time to challenge your habits so that you are more efficient and fully empowered.